and welcome to another episode of Trash, Trash or, or Treasure. We really did. The podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read this week. Amy, what did we read? We read Friday's Child by Georgette Heyer. Ah, uh, for the first time ever. Not well. You've read it. Was this your first time? God, no. I've read this book so many times. <laughs> yeah, so this this one's like a familiar novel. Yeah. But we so recently obviously we hate it. <laughs> we recently discovered the audio book there, and that was something that we hadn't read. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So. Yes. Would you like to do a spoiler-free recap? Brace yourselves, you people. Brace yourselves. Okay, cool. All right. I believe in you. Be. Concise? Concise. Do the setting. Oh. It's set in, not quite Regency, is it Regency era? it's Regency. Okay, cool. It's set in the Regency era in England. Woo! And of course, it's amongst the world of the ton, ton, like all of Georgia Hare's novels. Correct. So the main two characters in this novel are Sherry, the Viscount Lord Sherringham, who's a impetuous young man who has got badly dipped through his wild... Oh, my God. Type of life. This is going to take forever. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) Basically, Sherry needs money, and he's got this trust set up by his grandfather, and he can't have any money unless he's married or turns 25. He's not 25 for a bunch of years, so he's like, ugh, I need to marry. He's like 20 or 21 or 22. Pretty young 20s. So Sherry is like, well, clearly the person I have to marry is the incomparable Isabella, who it turns out I actually grew up with. Isabella is like, and that's a no from me. You're reckless and no. Well, no, Isabella mostly is like, you don't love me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh. Have I not been at your feet the whole season? How very dare you? And she's like, oh, my God, Sherry, you don't love me. You're just being like this because I'm the incomparable. I'm hip right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm like... Chasing after me is just the dumb thing, and you're never one to be out of mode. He's like, oh, you've clearly got your eye on someone else. So he storms off in a huff, goes to his mum's house, the dowager lady showing him and his, her sponging brother, his uncle, is hanging out, and they just wind him up the wrong way. They do. And he storms out, and his mum goes, where are you going? And he says, back to London, and I shall marry the first woman I see. Door slam. Off he trots back to London. Comes across, sitting on a wall, very sad. Another young lady he grew up with, Hero Wantage. Hero is a, a bit ward. of a... She's, she's the ward of his one of his neighbouring families. Yeah, so she doesn't have any... She's an orphan. She's sort of like the poor cousin. She wears Pretty all much. the hand-me-downs. And she's been sort of sent away because... They're sending her off to be a governess because... The son of the family or something tried to kiss tried her. to kiss her and she and so the mother has gone up in arms over it and is like, You must go, you are clearly a <laughs> You've wanton. Yeah, you're you want you wanton wanted. Ah oh. and so she's like, Now I have to go and be a governess, boo hoo and Sherry's like no, dash it, hero, come with me and get married. He realizes she is the first woman he saw. Hero is also very young. She's like, oh, I don't know, 17? 17. And so off they go. They get married. Do get married by special license and then shenanigans ensue. They're aided and abetted by Sherry's mates, Gil, 
Ferdy and Lord Rotham, who's incredibly George. beautiful. George and very romantic, deeply in love with Isabella the Incomparable. So there's that sort of subplot line going. Basically, there's lots of little like moments of mischief, and Hero gets into lots of scrapes because she's trying to be a lot more like mature and grown up than she really is. And Sherry just sort of assumes that he can marry her, and she'll just sort of work it out. But she's incredibly he also naive. Assumes that he can marry her and. <laughs> Uh, and just not change anything about his life basically though at this point scrapes happen shenanigans happen and then there is an obstacle happens but the obstacle happens quite a ways into the book i think anything else is a spoiler Mm. that's the setup yeah but it's sort of basically about both of them growing up and learning responsibility yeah pretty much so whoo Kimberly, you did so well. Thank you, and thank you for helping me. No, I feel like I barely helped. That was all you, and I'm really proud of you. Good oh. job. Really, really proud. Yes. Well done. Great. You, you have to ask me. Hey, Kimberly, hey, what did yeah. you think of Friday's Child? So I hadn't read this in a little while, so it had been maybe two or three years, and we've read so many books recently, and I feel like my brain has ceased <laughs> to function. <laughs> like, is this the book that was green or? Bingo. Yeah, pretty much. Had the fish in it. I saw this excellent meme about like how many things your brain can hold. And it's like I can't Two? remember I can't remember <laughs> any facts anymore or people's <clears throat> names because there's like too many facts about Pokemon in my brain or whatever. It was a really funny yeah. meme. But that's how I feel sometimes about books and plots is they fall out because too many other ones go in. So I forgot how much I loved this book. It's There are so many parts of it that in other books and in other contexts they were deal breakers and I hated these Mm. kind of tropes and ideas. She absolutely adores Sherry. Uh, And at one point Ferdy says the only way to control her when she wants to do something particularly ridiculous is to say, I don't think Sherry would like like it. it. And as soon as you say that, she abandons whatever it is she was going to do. So she's grateful to him for marrying her, but it becomes pretty clear pretty early on that she's loved him since they were kids rattling around the countryside together. And that kind of absolute adoration often results in these one-sided, weird power relationships that become quite creepy. What I will say for this book, and it came through so much more, I think, in the audiobook than when I read it myself. So I had discovered and did the audiobook version this time because, you know, why not? He is so young. Yeah, the characterization of him was really good. They're they're both, they've got the same maturity level. They're totally babies. Let's get married and we'll, like, go rent a house. And there's this great scene where they go and they look at houses and they're like by the third house Sherry was bored and yes. playing with the curtain rods yeah exactly <laughs> and Hero was like I don't know pretending. what decisions to make yeah. <laughs> pretending she knew what she was talking about <laughs> yes and it's just it was just the blind leading the blind and both of them so on top of being both very very young so so much was forgiven and excused and explained by just this absolute naivety of youth the added bonus to that is deep down not even deep down surface level they're just nice people like Mm. like sherry is a young rakel out to you know ride only interested in very fast horse flesh and having fun and scrapes and whatever fun he can have and blah 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 but he kind of married too young in that sense and now 
has to come to terms with being a bit of a grown-up because he has taken on much more responsibility. And he is fond of heroes. He loves he- like he loves her in a absolutely in a I you know I'm fond of her and she's from my childhood and I care she about says what happens carelessly to her. fond. Yeah, things like yeah. that. He certainly is. And she's like the only in this group of guys. They're she's all the his mates. Only girl, I call her kitten. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's interesting because you know he doesn't she doesn't have any friends her own age, Mm-mm. she doesn't, she didn't move in Lon- in London's social circles, so she doesn't know anyone, she has no connections, so she really only has the connections he chooses to introduce her to. Yes. So she gets to be kind of one of the boys, and then there's just a knock-on set of effects where that doesn't go well. <laughs> anyway, so I just, I really enjoyed the proper full-on growth that these characters Mm. go through i really enjoyed so his friends tweak to what's going on in that way where sometimes people outside of your situation can see the writing on the wall long before you can just because you're too close to it yeah Yeah. anyway and so that was written really beautifully the way that his friends could kind of see what was going on very quickly like right from the start Mm -hmm. which i forgot about um upon reread and it kind of takes him the entire book to catch up but i just yeah everyone loves her and wants the best for her and to take care of her and they just don't really know how to do that it's kind of like (laughs) they're like bumbling along teenagers trying to work it out as they go along yeah it's very much like three men and a baby that all that ridiculous tom Selleck movie from like the early 90s where these like men end up with this baby and they're like i don't know what to do with a baby which doesn't age well but it's kind of that like everyone's really well-meaning they want to take care of hero they just have no idea how to do that like they have no idea about what does what does this Society lady do. What does she need? And Hero's like, I gotta hire servants. And they go, oh, Who does just... that? And then they the one of the friends is like, I'll ask my butler. He knows everything. Yes, I'll get my valet. <laughs> He'll hire hire some servants. <laughs> anyway, so yes, I just thought the journey they went on was beautiful. The characters in this are a hundred percent just gorgeous, mm. left, right, and center. I think the audiobook that we listened to was quite good. The performances were great. And I just love the the little journey of growing up that Sherry and Hero both yeah. go on. Really loved it. Highly recommend. One up there is one of my absolute favorite Judge at Hayes. So it's a treasure all the way down the road for me as well. What about you? This is surprise, an absolute treasure for me. And I think it might potentially be my absolute favorite. I think it might be my absolute favorite too. It it's that, between this that, or is it Frederica? Yeah, yeah. Fred, the ones that I think I read the most are this Friday's Child, Frederica, and Talisman Ring. But this yeah. one just has—I love the cast of characters. Me too, so much. And they're really, really well developed. They're all so like you can picture who they are. Absolutely, Their characters are great. I love that you've got like George's journey and yes. how Hero becomes friends with each of them in a different way. And yeah. everything you said about like the journey, because it really much is about this growth and the the thing that it's I It's a coming of age book. It's absolutely yeah, totally. I really enjoy how much they just enjoy spending time in each other's company because there's yeah. all these little sort of moments where Sherry's like, oh, I'd never be seen dead at that. And he's like, I'm actually having a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> he goes because Hero says it will be fun. Because she wanted to go, <laughs> yeah. And 
then the obstacle that happens and how the whole sort of team comes into resolving the obstacle with yeah. all the mates and all of those shenanigans. And again, really with everybody just kind of bumbling along oh, doing the best that they can with the very limited experience they have. It was great. So funny. Like really, really, really and good. just all the little characters, all even characters that you meet for like a page are so well crafted Absolutely. in this book. This book has so many bit parts that are just fantastic. The audiobook was great. The way he was like acted Sherry is like really posh sort of Bertie Wooster type yeah. idiot. I was yep. like, yes! Yep. Yes, I think, that's what I really think like. that came through for me a lot more. I think I enjoyed the audiobook version of this even more than I enjoyed the reading of it. Mm, I think I'll, I'm definitely going to come back and do it yeah. audiobooky. Yeah. Because I've read it so many times that now what I'm finding myself doing in the actual book is just go, oh, I might jump to this scene. I really like yeah, that scene. Yeah. And then I cut out big chunks, whereas you get to sort of experience it again in the audiobook. It's true. It's an absolute recommend from me. I will uh, treasure it. I think I've got about four different covers of it because I'm <laughs> like, oh, I haven't, I haven't bought that cover of Friday's Child yet. Well, most Some of them kind I got of from compulsion. secondhand book sales yeah, and you read right. them so much that you're like, oh, this is a crummy, yeah, they fall like apart. six pieces. Yeah. So you yep, buy another yep. one, but you don't have the heart to ever throw a book out. That's why I have so many copies. And on that bombshell, <laughs> <laughs> that's all we have time what for. Are we top here? Thank you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find a smoother segue and I couldn't find one. It's late. Join us again next week. We will bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, recommendations, and perhaps smoother segues. But until then, happy reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? <laughs> and with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.